Good afternoon to you. It is Friday, February 2nd at 2.02 p.m. Hope you're doing well. Hope your afternoon's going great. Um, I'm, uh, I'm annoyed right now and um, has nothing to do with you. If you're watching, if you're listening, God bless you for coming back. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a little annoyed. Um, doesn't matter where I look. Um, where I listen, whatever. I mean, I guess I could turn all my screens off. The problem I've got, probably just like you, is I work on screens. And I have apps that are installed that send notifications. I should turn all notifications off, all of them, because they're making me absolutely nuts. It doesn't matter where you look right now. If you're set up like me and you've got certain feeds on Twitter and certain feeds on YouTube, uh, you're subscriptions are lighting you up right now and they're all talking about the same thing the officiating at the Purdue Northwestern game and so I wanted to just inject a couple things that were I think somewhat logical um, into this talk number one I tweeted something out that shows the logic of this I think it's extremely easy to understand how the foul count gets out of set out of whack just gets insane when you have a coach that comes into a game that says we are going to foul the hell out of one guy. That should that should kind of start showing you how uneven the how uneven the playing field is to begin with, or how they're intending to even the playing field because they can't play them straight up. Northwestern doesn't have an answer to Zach Eady. Neither does anybody else, by the way. And this is what Zach Eady deals with game in, game out. And the difference, I'm going to tell you what the difference was right after I say thanks to Home Field Apparel. Head over to homefieldapparel.com, grab a sweatshirt, grab a t-shirt, enter Boiled23 at checkout. You get 15% off of first order. And when you're on campus, head over towards the fire station, head over to AJ's on Vine. Burgers, beef, and beer. Good people. EatAJ's.com if you want to order ahead, and uh, and they'll do you right. So what I want to, I want, there are a couple things I want to say. Um, first one is... I keep hearing people say, this is an excellent game. This is a classic game. It's a great game. But, but the officiating was so bad. No, this game was close. This game was close, and it mattered. The whole thing mattered. It mattered to Purdue. It matters to Northwestern both. And it's either a shitty, horrible game that was officiated poorly or just a shitty, horrible game that had to be officiated really, really way too actively. Or it's a really, really good game because officials are part of it. If you don't watch college basketball and see fault in officials, you don't watch enough college basketball, in my opinion. So there's the given. That is always there. Whether it's too many guys refing too many games or if it's the style of play the league is requesting um, that requesting refs call or it's just too many officials that aren't regulated well enough, haven't, te haven't tested, whatever. The end result is you have, and I've been saying this for months or years. My dad said it. He got it right. College basketball is a garbage sport because the officials are too much involved. That, And I mean it. I mean it. I love basketball. I cannot stand watching officials. I cannot stand knowing their name. I cannot stand watching replays. So I'm with everybody who says officiating is bad in college basketball. I agree. Now let's look at the game, the Purdue Northwestern game specifically, and let's look at what precipitates something like this. What precipitates something like this is you have a coach, again, that says he can't play a team straight up. He's got 15 fouls of his three big men, and he's going to use them. That's a quote. It's a quote. 
And then the refs go and they watch this. And by the way, those refs, I think generally refs know the history of a series. The last time or two times ago when Purdue Northwestern played, it was so physical. It was two times ago. It was so physical and ugly that it almost came to blows. So maybe, maybe Coach Painter said, don't let it come to blows. Maybe, you know, coaches meet with refs before the games. They have meetings. The league meets with them. Don't let it come to blows. Don't let it get to phys- so physical. A couple years ago, we saw another gigantic human being who was not nearly as skilled as Zach Eady get tossed during the NCAA tournament, and he broke his elbow because of the hook and hold. Changed the rules. The hook and hold was called tight for two seasons, three seasons, right? And now it's not really like, oh, the point of emphasis again. So it doesn't matter as much. The hook and hold was happening all day by Northwestern against Purdue. I started saying, look at the way they're playing Purdue away from the ball in the first half. And there was no foul issue at all. In fact, I think it was relatively even at that point. In the second half, they started to mount. And they probably started to mount because Northwestern said, yeah, we're getting in foul trouble. Who gives a shit? We're going to keep playing this brand of basketball. Okay, the refs probably said, okay, let's try to tighten this down. If you've ever coached or you've played in a game that was played too physically, sometimes refs will swing the other way and they say, we're not going to, we're not going to allow that behavior anymore. Okay. We're not going to allow Edie to come down the floor and you just hit him like you're, you're, you're chucking him on the football field. Perhaps that it, that's it. Perhaps they got annoyed with Chris Collins complaining. I don't know. Regardless. Okay. This wasn't a classic game because of the factors and circumstances that were dealt to Purdue. That's my entire point. And here's the next part. All the people out there that are saying it was officiated poorly, it was not fair now, we're seeing that. This is popping up. It's bubbling up. We're way past this. This move on to the next game. But no, it's still, they're still talking about it. Now they're using the terms not fair. When you use the terms not fair, you go over the, the ledge to me. Now you're taking away credit from the team that won. And now I'm pissed off because that's my team. I like them. I think they earned the victory. I think they had to fight through a lot to earn that victory. So to say not fair is to completely pull credit from the team who is the second best team in America. It's a tough matchup. Go watch my post game. I give Northwestern all the credit. I still will. Those guards can play. They play a game that is really tough for Purdue to match up with because Purdue doesn't have the athletes. They do not have a defensive stopper up top. Don't say it's not fair. Don't do that. Don't do that shit. It, it, the game was played in a way that it had to be played at the end of the game because of the physicality. It was called the way it was, sorry, called the way it was called towards the end of the game because of the physicality that Northwestern wanted to bring. Chris Collins got his, his wish. What he wanted was he wanted to use all of his fouls and he wanted to make a damn scene at the end of the game. That's what he wanted. It was all well thought out. He waited until the game was out of reach. And then he made a complete spectacle of the game. By the way, that's another thing that makes it not that great of a game. What do you talk about? What do you remember? You remember that. You remember Collins. You remember Collins going nutty. By the way, Collins wasn't going nutty. He was just acting a role. He was doing a bit. Brian Newbert called him intellectually dishonest. That's the right call. He's an intellectually dishonest person. He said last year when he grabbed lawyer, he didn't mean to do it, didn't intend to do it. Again, I'm going back to this because I'm showing a pattern of behavior. He's a liar. That guy's a liar. He lied again. And then 
People jump and say, this guy's great. What a fun show. He even got the crowd into it afterwards. You don't get the opponent's crowd into it by waving your arms. You taunt them. That's what he was doing. He was taunting them. He was acting like a child. And then his post-game, there's no apology. There's no admitting wrongdoing. It's just him going, gushing. Oh, look at this. What a game. This is so much fun. I don't buy any of it. Sorry, I'm not buying in. A lot of the media is buying in. I don't need to do that. I don't get paid to do this. I'm just telling you what I think. And so I think I can't wait till the Wisconsin game now. That's my whole thing. Let's just move on. Let's get to the next game. Sadly, it's Sunday. Good for Purdue. It's Sunday. They get to rest a bit. If you watch Wisconsin play last night, they got beaten in, North, uh, in overtime by Nebraska. Tough place, clearly. Nebraska is a weird team. They get up for big games, and then they lapse for games that aren't as important. Um, Mast did it again, just like he did versus Purdue. Can't wait for the game. Can't wait for the game. Should be fun. Hopefully Wisconsin chooses to play real basketball. I think they will. Um, uh, I think they will because I think they believe they can match up with Purdue. Well, I'm excited. Whenever a team thinks that, now we get to actually see basketball, right? That's why the truly elite teams, when they've matched up with Purdue, have not done well. That's why Purdue has won, because Purdue can go toe-to-toe talent-wise. When you start playing this stuff, though, when you start playing Northwestern brand of basketball and other teams, uh, IU did it as well, it gets ugly. It gets real ugly. The only difference with Northwestern and IU is on the other side, Northwestern can absolutely bomb, and IU can't shoot worth a damn. All right, so let's talk a little bit. Good comments. Thanks for everybody tuning in. I am wound up, and I shouldn't be wound up at 2 o'clock on a Friday. I'm wound up. So, uh, Dalen Clement says, boiler up, hammer down. Ted Berkey, good afternoon. Jeff, I'm here. Glad you're here. Ed Albany is, what's up? Dick Stillwagon. Um, nice. Nice. Uh, Midwest Toker, hey, hey. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff, paint quoted tonight. Yeah, he did in the post game, and he was talking about Braden Smith, and he's correct. Um, Knight was correct sometimes. And, um, yeah, you could say that might apply in this game too. That's the other thing. I'm seeing people sound off about this game that didn't even watch it. They didn't even watch the game. If you watch the game and you're in these comments, you watch the game, you understand the score. You know what's going on. Um, I don't care which side you're watching. If you watch the game from the get-go, you saw what was happening and the way the game was being played. Um, Ron Gable says, Edie will have two quick fouls in the first half of Wisconsin. This is a big fear of mine. And get his third early in the second half so the referees won't have to deal with the foul differential. Yeah, so this is the whole thing with Chris Collins again. Another thing about his theatrics, this was all intentional too. If you get thrown out of that game... You bring attention to yourself. You discredit Purdue, which it's clearly working. And we are in an era where Twitter quotes are news somehow. You turn on ESPN and people talking on Twitter is news. It becomes part of the news. And it doesn't just have to be athletes. By the way, ex-athletes talking about things, it's not always accurate, especially when it's out of their wheelhouse. They don't know everything. Some, some athletes are really, really knowledgeable. Some are really not knowledgeable. A guy throwing up a quick, uh, a quick quote, it's not news. It's not news, but it's been made news in this era. And it's trickled into now major members of the media who have a lot of eyeballs on them saying things that are just flat out wrong. And this is the way this could play out. That's the sad thing. Now, I think if Purdue were to lose to Wisconsin, I think you got a lot you can take away from that. And you should sharpen your knives a little bit after that game and be like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Time to tune in and get ready for this final run of the season. But 
like I said, these three, these four games I've talked about, the um, Rutgers, Northwestern, Wisconsin, and IU games to me, very, very important stretch. Go 3-1, and one, go 4-0, and oh, you probably win the conference in my opinion. So let's see. Safety First says, there's no logic on Twitter. Agreed. I don't know why I'm uh, this wound up. This is part of it. It just kind of like I get stoked. I get stoked. I get stoked. And then I was like, I got to do something. Uh, the dunces on there have one track minds. They have no re uh, recollection of anything besides super recent memory. It's all true. It's all true. Uh, and that includes some Purdue fans. Agreed. Midwest Toger says, I lived on Vine, but it was called Chauncey back then. The good old days. Yeah. Um, but and, and also, uh, AJ's was down down on the bottom of the hill at that point, too, I believe. So if we're talking about the same era. Uh, Ted Berkey says the officiation wasn't awful. Calls were missed on both sides. Deal with it. Yeah, Ant, uh, what's his Twitter name? He, he analyzed the whole thing. Um, it, was, it, it was called somewhat evenly. This is the thing. When I say evenly, meaning, okay, there's a foul there. There's a foul there. Blow your whistle. I don't, I don't even want to mention the officials' name. The fact that we know the officials' names. The fact that people are saying this guy's in the bag for Purdue. Know some history. Just look at it. Just look at what happens when that guy is officiating Purdue games. All right. He's not good. Not a good official. Um, totally sick of box score commentators. Word. Um, let's see. Gentry, uh, Gentry BN says... They need to go call by call and review each foul um, instead of discrepancy commentary. Uh, many of the Northwestern fouls were intended to stop the clock. Sever their fouls were stupid fouls. Yes, there is a guy, and somebody, you could probably say it in the comments. Let Gentry be a know-who. His, his name's Ant something. I can't remember his uh, feed, but he analyzed the entire game, the fouls. Um, that was great. And uh, he came out where we stand, and he's not a Purdue guy. Chris R. says, you also can't foul constantly hoping it won't get called sometimes. Same goes for pass interference. I hate the style of coaching. It punishes teams that do it by the letter of the law. Absolutely. Vincent Moster says, four of the shots were because of technicals. This is an important point. There were several others that were at the end of the game where they were putting us to the line no purpose. Hey, something that I have a question for you guys, and maybe you can. There were actually three technicals at the end of the game. Purdue got two they got four foul shots and the ball out of bounds. The game was done already, right? It was over. In fact, I had left the room, like I said. I told you guys the other night. <clears throat> but there, Boo Booey had a technical too. So you had Boo Booey and two by Chris Collins, and Purdue only got four free throws and the ball out of bounds. I believe, by rule, that should be six free throws and the ball out of bounds. So, actually, they didn't, they didn't get Purdue enough free throws. So how about that, Northwestern fan? Purdue didn't get enough free throws. You can be, be complaining all you want. Purdue deserved two more free throws. Uh, if someone can explain to me why they didn't get those two additional free throws, I'd appreciate it. I really can't figure it out. And I didn't think they officially gave Bowie his technical at the end of the game, but they did. According to ESPN, that was in the box score. So, weird. Uh, Tim Swartle says, I love Chris Kramer takes. I love Chris Kramer. Uh, he's awesome. Um, uh, I don't know which take you're talking about, though, in that case. Um, there's probably one above here that I didn't get to. I'm sorry. Uh, Dalen Clement says, here's the thing. The one reason Northwestern didn't shoot a lot of free throws, they were shooting lots of mid-range and uh, range threes, and we played the basket. Style of play matters. Style of play matters. Um, even Boo Booey wasn't driving as much. This is one thing that Collins brought up. He said Booey didn't go to the free throw line. He didn't drive all that much. 
He didn't drive all that much. He tried to get one of those cheap fouls, by the way, from Jones at the end, where he stops and goes and leans into the guy, which isn't a foul on the defense. And in this game, they didn't call that correctly. In the game in Evanston the last time where he accelerated a guy, stopped and leaned into him, that's not a defensive foul. It's bad basketball. It's garbage basketball. But it's clever basketball. And Bowie is freaking clever. And he's skilled. All credit to him. Um, okay, there you go. Alex Chadden says, Collins didn't get two techs. He got an ejection. He got one and an ejection. I thought they gave him... So I was watching... I watched the refs. I went back and watched this. And I saw that the techs were awarded. That must be it. That must be it. Okay. So he gets one tech and an ejection. But wouldn't... Now, in the nature of that tech, doesn't that make it like the equivalent of a flagrant two? Am I wrong about that? An ejection is not worth two technicals? Might not. I'm not going to say... I'm not, that sounds good. That sounds right. Uh, I can be at peace with that. I'm not at peace with it. Uh, Big Time Boiler says, uh, pretty awesome, uh, though Purdue is at the point where you're becoming the sort of universally hated, because they ain't us. Um, it's a nice change. And it is absolutely true. That's correct. Um, absolutely true. And we should be used to it. Hopefully they can do something with that. Hopefully the team hears this hatred, this vitriol, and they channel it in a way that's positive, meaning they go out and just do things on the court. The hard thing is, like Ron said earlier, I think there's a cost for this, and I think it's coming. So we'll see how they can deal and fight through that adversity. It's coming. Um, Ron Gable says, they announced technical foul on Bowie. I agree. Not sure why Purdue only shot four free throws. Okay, so he says he's with me on this. I think Ron officiated a little bit too. I know he knows rules pretty well. Alex Chatton says, I don't know how that works, but I know two texts auto-eject. Two texts equals auto-eject, but an ejection doesn't necessarily equal two texts. Okay. Sure. That's a gray area, but I do appreciate uh, you guys sounding off. So that's all I got. That's actually, uh, that's kind of a quick cast, under 20 minutes. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you. Um, Hope you have a great day. Hopefully you uh, are handling this a little better than me. Uh, but I feel better after after venting a bit. And um, like I said, there's always there's always a a good a good something something good about talking it out a little bit. Appreciate you guys tuning in, talking it out with me. Uh, we'll see you on. I think Purdue plays in the afternoon on Sunday. I believe late afternoon, um, but Sunday. In the Cole Center, where Matt Painter has been historically good, but this is going to be a tough one. Wisconsin licking their wounds, coming off the loss. We'll see what happens. Um, let's see. God bless you. Hammer down. Have a great weekend until I see you, and uh, see you in the postgame.